Imagine this, you're an archaeologist, exploring a long-lost tomb in Egypt. You enter the cool, dark corridor, finding respite from the blazing heat of the Sahara. Entering a room that hasn't seen light or been seen by human eyes for thousands of years, you move your torch slowly along a wall covered by hieroglyphics, ancient symbols and characters, intending to immortalize rulers who have long been forgotten by most. As you scan the wall and the flickering torchlight, you notice something familiar, being worn by most of the characters in the mural. You lean in closer to take a look. It can't be. It is. In fact, you own something just like the ones you're seeing in these ancient images. And what you're seeing are... Thongs. Now hold on, you're probably saying, really? Thongs? Seems mildly inappropriate for a family-friendly podcast about sneakers, shoes, and the history, myths, and culture surrounding them to be talking about thongs. But we're not talking thongs as in... We're talking thongs as in sandals, or flip-flops, as they are commonly called. So let's get our collective mind out of the gutter, back on the roads less traveled, and jump into this episode of the Immortal Souls Podcast. Welcome to the Immortal Souls Podcast, where we explore the history, stories, myths, legends, and hype that make shoes what they are today. We are Jared and Nick, two brothers with a passion for shoes. We are excited to have you along for the journey. Thong sandals, which we will call flip-flops for the sake of avoiding confusion, have been around for thousands of years, dating back to pictures of them in ancient Egyptian murals from 4000 BC. A pair of flip-flops found in Europe was made of papyrus leaves and estimated to date back approximately 1,500 years. Early versions of flip-flops were made from a wide variety of materials. Ancient Egyptian sandals were made from papyrus and palm leaves. The Maasai people of Africa made them out of rawhide, which is skin from buffalo, cattle, deer, or elk. In India, flip-flops were made from wood. In China and Japan, rice straw was used. The leaves of the sisal plant were used to make twine for sandals in South America, while the natives of Mexico used the yucca plant. In ancient Greece, Greeks built their version of flip-flops with the toe strap between the first and second toes, much like the common flip-flop we are familiar with today. Roman sandals had the strap between the second and third toes. These differ from the sandals worn by the Mesopotamians, who put their strap between the third and fourth toes. In India, toe knob sandal was common, with no straps but a small knob sitting between the first and second toes. They are more commonly known as padukas. 
In the United States, flip-flops first came on the scene thanks to the Japanese zori, a sandal that looks and functions very similar to the modern flip-flop, while traditionally made with rice straw, wood, or leather. After World War II, American soldiers brought back zori from Japan, introducing the style to mainstream American culture. It caught on in the 1950s during the post-war boom and after the end of hostilities of the Korean War. As they became adopted into American popular culture, the sandals were redesigned and changed into the bright colors that dominated 1950s design. They quickly became popular due to their convenience and comfort and were popular in beach-themed stores and as summer shoes. Culture and fashions evolved as they do And by the 1960s, thongs, or flip-flops, had become a prominent unisex summer footwear. In the 1960s, flip-flops became firmly associated with the beach lifestyle of California. As such, they were promoted as primarily a casual accessory, typically worn with shorts or bathing suits and summer dresses. As they became more popular, some people started wearing them for dressier or more formal occasions. Although the Beach Boys' 1964 song, All Summer Long, mentions t-shirts, cutoffs, and a pair of thongs, quote, the term flip-flop has been used in American and British English since the 1960s to describe the thong or no-heel strap sandal. It's an automatopoeia of the sound made by the sandals when walking in them. Throughout the world, flip-flops are known by a variety of other names, including slippers in places like Hawaii, the Bahamas, Jamaica, Trinidad and Tobago. In Australia, they're still called thongs or sometimes pluggers. In New Zealand, there's the term jandals, which was originally a name derived from Japanese sandals. Slops or plackies in South Africa and Zimbabwe as well. And in the Philippines, sinelas. In some regions in the Philippines, they're also called smuggle, from the word smuggled. Cambodia calls them tongs, dakas in Somalia. Ukraine and Russia call them Vietnamki. Japanki in Bulgaria, Sayanores in Greece. Japonki in Poland. Kinelos in Brazil, and Schalfen in Germany. In 1962, a new brand of flip-flop was created and patented in Brazil, with a name derived from the feminine form of the Portuguese word for Hawaiians, Havaianas were an immediate success. With a simple but effective design, the wavy pattern on the soles of the sandals is designed to resemble the straw soles of Zori sandals from Japan. Originally, all Havaianas featured white insoles with colored outsoles and straps. Because of their simplicity and low price, the sandals became rapidly popular with Brazil's lowest social classes. Now, the popularity of Havaianas is widespread and people from all classes and from all different areas across the globe wear them. Havaianas are by far the world's most successful and popular brand of flip-flops, selling well over 200 million a year in sandal sales. Today, Havaianas has more than 80 models and 60,000 color combinations. There are even Havaianas vending machines throughout the world where you can grab a pair of flip-flops same as you would a bag of chips. Starting in the 1990s, 
Flip-flops quickly became popular casual footwear for young adults. Flip-flops would often be decorated with metallic finishes or charms, chains, beads, rhinestones, and other jewelry. Platform and high-heeled variants of flip-flops also began to appear in the 1990s as well. In 2011, while vacationing in his native Hawaii, Barack Obama became the first president of the United States to be photographed wearing a pair of flip-flops. The Dalai Lama of Tibet is also a frequent wearer of flip-flops and has met with several U.S. presidents, including George W. Bush and Barack Obama, while wearing the sandals. While exact sales figures for flip-flops are difficult to obtain due to the large number of stores and manufacturers involved, the Atlanta-based company Flip-Flop Shops claimed that the shoes were responsible for a $20 billion industry in 2009. Furthermore, sales of flip-flops exceeded those of sneakers for the first time in 2006. And if those numbers are accurate, that's pretty incredible, considering the low cost of most flip-flops compared to sneakers. The modern flip-flop has a straightforward design, consisting of a thin rubber sole with two straps running in a Y shape from the sides of the foot to the gap between the big toe and the one beside it. They typically do not have a strap around the heel, although some of the heeled varieties are available, as well as flip-flops designed for sports, which come with added support you would commonly find in athletic shoes. Most modern flip-flops are still inexpensive, costing as little as five US dollars or less in some parts of the world. They are made from a wide variety of materials, as were the ancient thong sandals. The modern sandals are made from more modern materials like rubber, foam, plastic, leather, suede, even fabric. Some thongs made out of polyurethane have even caused some environmental concerns because polyurethane is a number seven resin, which can't easily be discarded, and they stick around in landfills for a very, very long time. In response to these concerns, some companies have begun selling flip-flops made from recycled rubber, such as that from used bicycle tires or even from hemp, and some offer a recycling program for their used flip-flops. Because of the strap between the toes, flip-flops are typically not worn with socks, but a quick Google image search proves there are definitely exceptions to this unwritten rule. Especially in colder weather, you can find some people still wearing flip-flops with toe socks or merely pulling standard socks forward and then bunching them up between the toes to make room for the sandal. The Japanese commonly wear tabi, a type of sock with a single slot for the thong with their zori. And yes, National Flip-Flop Day is a thing. It's held on the third Friday in June every year since it was created in 2007. On this day, everyone is encouraged to wear their flip-flops and share pics of their favorite footwear on social media using the hashtag National Flip-Flop Day. So the next time you slide into your flip-flops to run errands or take out the trash, you can remember that the unassuming piece of footwear you're wearing actually has a long, rich, and interesting history that in some ways has spanned time and cultures to connect the world. And as it was observed by some unknown philosopher, flip-flops are mythic devices that have the ability to transport both body and mind to a comfortable, casual, calm state of mind.
that dress so scandalous You know another fellow couldn't handle it Ooh, that dress so scandalous And you know another fellow couldn't handle it Licking that thing like who's the ish With the look in the eyes so devilish She liked to